Hello and welcome everybody. You're listening to our podcast. And who am I? Well, my name is Sean Anderson. And I'm here with my great co-host. Stephen Reyes. And we're talking to you today about a just a phenomenal movie. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I, I, I even care at this point, Stephen. You can you can try and mutiny if you want, but I'm gonna do it. I love this film. I'm saying it right at the very beginning. I can't wait to talk about it. We're talking about uh the I can't even figure out this this director's name. Uh Lee Wannell? Wannell? Lee? Forgive us if you got it wrong. Correct me. Send something on Twitter, whatever. Uh, uh, we're, we're talking about his film. Came out uh, 2020. One of our, our more uh, <laughs> recently released films. This one mm-hmm. is The Invisible Man yep. starring Elizabeth Moss. Like kicking some real good butt both in the film and uh, as an actor. Uh, like, you know, I don't want to pre- give any more preamble. I just want to get to this one because it's so good. So you're listening to more movies, please. So much better than Hollow Man. <laughs> there really was. I have you. You've seen Hollow Man. So was this your suggestion or my suggestion to get spooked out uh i think this one was mine maybe i i recall really wanting to see it uh because it looked interesting uh and i love elizabeth moss so it it may Mm. have been mine but i feel we put this one into our episode index months ago i mean i've been looking forward to this one for a long time um yes no i agree who knows at this point really well, before we even tell them, they probably know what movie we're gonna, we're discussing if they've downloaded the episode. But just because this movie is so involved, I'm going to do this right at the do beginning it. and give you guys the spoiler warning. <coughs> because there's no way of avoiding anything when we chat. I feel like even line one, well, okay, not line one from my notes. Line one was me literally going, I want that damn house on the beach. Isn't it a cool <laughs> be- uh, cool house? I Okay, so they were in San Francisco. I don't know where the house was exactly, but you, you see once they get into the city, it's San Francisco. So uh, not a surprise that it's a fancy pants, like rich person's house, but still, I want that house. Oh, you know, that house was just amazing. And it immediately kicked off the fact that there were so many times throughout this film that I was impressed with the sound design. Oh, yeah. Just right from the start, you hear the ocean. It and it feels like when you sit on the beach and you're on your own yeah. deserted. I feel like I was back at my like sneaking onto the beach at midnight nights back from like a few years yeah. ago. They just sounded that clean and the footsteps as she's trying to sneak out. Really good, right? Ooh. Really, really I mean from from the get go on this film, it's like we're gonna take this tension and we're gonna ratchet it up to like for me, almost unbearable degrees sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, I'm just going to say that pretty much half the time I'm going to be talking about their sound design because literally when she kicks the dog's oh, football, yes, it's yeah. loud, but it's not that loud. They just cranked it up. Like they just know exactly when to push the value. Oh, sure, on you. sure. Oh, and talk about like that. Uh, I, I could feel every, every single muscle and every single sphincter in my body just like, just tighten up and like, oh, God. What is going to happen? Because you can tell that was an image. Well, Stephen, there are many sphincters <laughs> in the body, so you know it's it's it, it happens. <laughs> uh, like uh, you can tell from the very beginning that this relationship between Cecilia and Adrian is not good. I mean, she's like 
You don't usually see somebody sneaking around collecting bags and, and like trying to be as as quiet as a mouse in their palatial home and, and you know, not know that something is kind of off. Like, clearly she's trying to get out of there. Duh. Oh, yeah. No, that she was trying to sneak out. She had everything mm-hmm. prepped. Like, even her fake sleeping yeah. wasn't like there was. No, I was thinking, well, if you lay down. How are you going to know to wake up at the right time? But they had, there was so much tension that she was not sleeping oh, whatsoever. There's no I, chance of her yeah, falling asleep. I, how could you? Oh, gosh. I, I, I'm amazed that she... I, I don't even know if I could wait that long to do it. I like my heart would be pound. I feel like I would be afraid everybody in the house, the dog, this, this guy next to me would be hearing my heart just like beating out of my chest, even though he was drugged. Like, I feel like it would be still that loud that it would wake him up. I, I'm amazed that she was able to keep her cool that entire time. Well, I feel like later on we learn, like, how intense of a household she was oh, trapped in. Yeah, yeah. That this was, like, she knew this was her one chance, so she was dedicated. I was. She's going to make this out, make it out, that she wasn't going to mess this up. So being patient and just waiting for mm-hmm. her time... Oh, she didn't mind. She was like, this is my way out. I'm not messing this up, whatever it takes. And I love how the entire time she's thinking everything through, turning off the Mm. cameras, which I didn't like. This is not the movie. I just, if I had cameras in my house, which a house like that, I would, I really wouldn't want them hanging from the ceiling because I just feel like I'm being watched the whole time. I at least want them to be in the wall. So I feel a little less spied on, even though it's my own cameras. Uh, that may come down to sort of uh the the whole one of the whole like overriding themes of this entire movie which i you know clearly it's just this allegory about uh uh uh, like abused women and terrorized people so Mm -hmm. i think maybe i i my suggestion is maybe those cameras were placed out in the open on purpose to make cecilia feel like she was being watched all the time like she could never escape and and like she would have to uh just be a a good a good wife or a girlfriend or whatever uh a, a good woman and not do anything uh bad because adrian's always watching i think it's just a uh, one more way to control that, her that, that's interesting i hadn't even thought of that which that makes perfect sense for the movie and the story that they were mm. saying that i guess i took it more from the I felt more of being spied on than being the voyeur, so oh, to speak. Oh, yeah, yeah, So that didn't even phase, phase me, but now you say it, I'm like, yep, that is 100% why he did it. Because, to, to your point, he... This guy he, is an ass. Oh, such an ass. The worst, the worst kind of ass. <laughs> and we'll give examples, yeah. but you were uh, saying... I was saying, like, this guy, with the money he has, because clearly, I mean, look at his house. In, like, the, the Malibu of San Francisco, it looks like. <laughs> I, this guy... It looked better oh, than yeah. Malibu. <laughs> this guy clearly has like no shortage of money. He's he's just flush with cash. So he could have put cameras wherever he wanted. I think where how those cameras are placed intentionally out in the open was clearly on purpose because you know could have hidden them. There's there's a giant like cement wall around this this house. Uh, like there's no expense spared on security for this place so it seems like an intimidation tactic no i i agree and i will give him one Uh, thing i want his home office oh that that like that That like tony stark thing in the basement (laughs) it looked like a tony stark office slash uh the dark night where he goes like underground yeah (laughs) his mm -hmm, that little um cellar thing basement office Uh he had yeah so 
both of those I'll, I'll give him that and to go back to the point of like how motivated she was and nothing was gonna stop her from escaping i love how the one thing they got her to even risk her being caught was i i'm already abandoning the dog with this asshole i'm not gonna leave this bark collar right. on you <sighs> God, that was that was that was so tough. I I feel so bad for for poor Zeus. Uh, and like, mm-hmm. and for all the dog lovers out there, we will say the dog never dog, gets hurt. Uh, yeah, and the dog gets a happy home later uh, on. Yeah, absolutely. I, the dog seemed actually like pretty pretty well taken care of throughout the entire film. Like after yeah, Adrian they think- supposedly died. Uh, spoiler, yeah. Um, and Cecilia wasn't there. Like when Cecilia returned. Zeus didn't look like, you know, his ribs weren't showing and he wasn't trying to like chew on her mm-hmm. ankles or anything. I think he was really well cared for. I feel like the only thing that he really had to suffer was being on a schedule and that's Adrian's yeah, schedule. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Plus that, that like a so, bark electrical thing. Well, yeah. Cause you didn't want him barking when he doesn't want it. Like you bark when I'd say, right, you bark. yeah. Which <sighs> I, just shows more of how narcissist, just how controlling yeah, this guy I was. I was just thinking, I think. Like even the dog seemed intentionally like intentionally there or chosen to intimidate Cecilia. Possibly, I don't know the history of this dog. Oh yeah, because it was like this this Doberman with you know cropped ears and like uh, mm-hmm. historically, generally, sort of this this breed that's used to intimidate people or for fighting. I think even that, even though Cecilia, it sounds seems like kind of bonded with the dog and wasn't really afraid of him. I bet he was chosen to see to be like you better not do any do anything otherwise I'm gonna sick this this hound on you. Which I find funny that later on when there's a confrontation, yeah. the dog's protecting. Right? It's her amazing. Against I love him. it because like it doesn't bite bite him unfortunately, which gosh, I wish yeah. he had. But it was just like a you're not touching her. She finally right? came home because probably <laughs> because she was the only one who was showing him any real love. I mean, I I bet mm-hmm. I I like. 20 bucks says Adrian was never really taking the dog on, on runs or, or feeding it or anything. I bet that was all the woman's job in that relationship. So there, there was no, yeah. there was no friendliness or warmth between Adrian and the dog. Surely, probably. So yeah, it, it makes sense. He, which shows you how villainous this guy was that who doesn't get attached to a dog unless you're allergic. I, I mean, and even, still. even, even then, like he, Maybe you can't have them around, but to like actively dislike them or or to use them mm. for your sick games, your your schemes, it's not cool. I don't like. I I have no sympathy for any of that behavior. I Definitely agree. not for Adrian. Oh gosh. Or or as we find out, his whole family really this this entire family is just beyond screwed up. I oh no, they're they're just completely. You know, you're right. Beyond. I was going to say dysfunctional. <laughs> I I can't think of a more eloquent word than they were just fucked up. That's and I'm sure there was a more eloquent word, but that just has the tact well, to know, prove th- it. Maybe there's a more eloquent word, but I don't think there's a more uh, forceful or descriptive word than that. Uh, a more appropriate word than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he like. I guess I I want to really tip my hat to the the filmmakers with with this with like the entire the entire time they were doing these really uh, clever I don't know fake outs. On the audience, there are several times throughout the entire film. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they kept it up instead of just doing it a couple of times at the beginning and then just completely forgetting about it later on. Where, you know, especially at the beginning here when Cecilia was creeping around the house trying to escape, there is a moment where I think she was in the living room, kitchen, air, who knows with this house, where the camera pans to the left uh, and like spies down one of the hallways in the house. Just at 
and completely, it's completely black, black just nothing down the hallway and mm-hmm. you're thinking you know am i gonna see like i was convinced i was gonna see a shadow like pop up uh, against a wall or something would be there or or like the invisible man the invisible man is there or whatever and then it just pans back to her and she's still working and I'm like oh that was completely like it wasn't unnecessary because it uh it got me feeling tense so it was com- it did its job but it, i i love that they did that repeatedly throughout this thing just to keep the viewer kind of uh, uh on edge on, your on their toes, toes. yeah Mm-hmm. And just keep them guessing. They you can never really get comfortable with this film. Well, yeah. Well, that scene. I knew he wasn't going to be invisible because if he was invisible already, she right. would know he could do that. And but I thought either he was going to like be in the shadows and he open his eyes and you just see like the whites of his eyes, or he'd be running right all of a sudden just pop right out of mm-hmm. the darkness, and that would lead to like the scene in the trailer where he's like chasing the car oh, in yeah, the forest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't really see that until like they're uh, the, the, the chasing the car through the forest until they're actually driving away. And that part kind of freaked me out, too, because he just came mm-hmm. out of nowhere and just like slam through the window. It's like, you can't leave Cecilia. Yeah. And it just I, I was just like, how can I didn't know that the person coming to rescue her was her I sister? Th- I, thought I thought it was, it was him. Friend. I thought he had woken up and he's like, or because he, he heard you. Know, she set off the car alarm when she was taking off Zeus's collar. Mm-hmm. I thought he woke up and was like, oh, I'm going to get her. Well, the car, like, the, I didn't think he was coming in a car to get her, right? Well, it's, knew it's that sort of had... seemed like one of those, like, movie tropes where it's like, oh, finally my savior. And she's running toward this car and it turns out to be him. And she's like, oh, damn. But I it ended up being yeah, her but sister. I was just like, well, because she's like, where are you? And then I'm thinking, of all the times to be late. Right? How do you, uh, <laughs> like, I, I, that car should have been waiting there. <laughs> Like an hour before their their uh, their meeting time, but then I don't know. Then it wouldn't have been a clean getaway, and she wouldn't have dropped those pills, yeah. which he used. Like oh, I, yeah. you know, he dude's psychotic. Clearly psychotic. They kept calling him like sociopathic, but dude's just a straight up like uh, insane psych psychopath. Um, but it was still I don't want to say impressive. Uh, impressive in a way to see like this uh how many like different puzzle pieces he he was he was connecting to to like incriminate her and to frame her for other people's murders and for and to to suggest that she wasn't stable mentally and to just say that like this woman is dangerous and you need to lock her up when in fact he was doing everything oh you know that he just laid everything down meticulously that there was no move that she made that didn't fall right into his plan that I'd say, well, there was a couple, but most of the time, everything she did went straight mm-hmm. for it. He was definitely surprised at how sometimes she would yeah. fight back. But um, just for instance, like when she's in the attic and finds all the stuff that he left yeah, for her, her, which never touch a knife and then don't drop it down the out of the attic and jump down, like leave it on the floor right. before you go down, which fortunately there was never an accident like that. But I just, the one thing that got me was when she threw the paint oh, yeah. on him because I was expecting to see like uh, a face and not like a demigorgon right? face, which I paused it. Cause I was just like, it's yeah. a suit. Finally, they're doing a version where it's not just the whole body has to be naked. To yeah. Be yeah. Invisible. He, dude didn't drink a potion or something like in the original HG Wells book. He, he drinks a potion and then turns himself invisible. It's, it's a suit with cameras yeah, so everywhere. The, it's, it's, it's the technology from the James Bond's car and die another day. <laughs> huh, I was also thinking the hello carrier from, Oh, that's a way Avengers. better example from a way better movie. 
<laughs> no, they were all good. But it definitely the suit looked creepy too, unless you actually saw the actually even with it the camera. It was sort of, but like it was getting, a genius way yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It makes perfect sense. They, I mean, there there may be plot holes mm-hmm. in this thing, especially toward the the end. But like, it, it makes a lot of sense that this person would have developed it if he's if he's like Tony Stark, brilliant, has that much money, and is this is mm-hmm. like an a leader in the in the world of optics i'm like well of course of course this is what this is what he would make yeah so the suit i like because it gives it a more tangible way for this to feel like it could happen yeah yeah and of course there's other stuff later on which we, we're not going to skip stuff i just want to wait till a later point but other reasons why the suit mm-hmm. is important but um it just it kept you on the suit was amazing the movie kept everybody on edge okay yeah when she first thought she was uh-huh. fine to just go outside and not, not knowing that he was dead or at least supposedly yeah. dead yeah. at the first point steps outside and like everything sounds great. And the minute she st- puts her foot outside almost like it wasn't quite uh-huh. silence, but all the sounds of the world just gets sucked yeah. away. And then it's just amplified for what she can't hear. So you, that just like makes you feel like your heart's beating and there's nothing but a random neighborhood and a jogger who freaks yeah yeah who could blame her i mean she she Mm -hmm. is an abuse survivor so i'm sure there's a lot that that's messing with her um i really like that it it was really putting you in uh into her world into her her uh point of view how i I can imagine if i if uh i had survived uh, a life like that uh, with a, a horrible person like that, that yeah, going out of my comfort zone would be so anxiety inducing that like I, you just get this tunnel vision. Nothing else in the world matters except what exactly what you can hear. Like there is no world outside of uh, uh, your fear and what's in front of you. So I, it was done really well. Like mm-hmm. hats off to the production team. They just nailed it on this one. Oh, they most definitely did that. I found it interesting. Like once she started getting hints that there was something wrong which she picked up on that pretty fast like without any obvious signs from the true get-go. well I, there were well she missed she missed some signs the the sign she was able to see she picked up really quickly but you know the first time mm-hmm. uh you see something being off okay because until uh, until this first time you think like because of the way it's filmed you're like is he is he dead this is the invisible man clearly something's gonna happen but it wasn't until she was cooking that like breakfast or something and she leaves the room and the knife slips off the counter like immediately after she leaves the room and then the heat cranks up and starts mm-hmm. a fire I, like I don't know, she she missed those things but when well the, well that thing i can understand I mean, she couldn't like, see it yeah, yeah. not expecting that because like oh maybe the flames got yeah. out of hand because she was just went from living in fear to he's dead and i have right. a ton of money so just in a happy euphoria so such a switch in emotion so could easily have been like oh i left the flame too high and i burnt this or i dropped yeah, this yeah, yeah. but the one thing like when the door was left ajar after she walked by it and it was closed oh, right that when it started especially the breath that we didn't hear it for once like you heard hers but you didn't hear his but you could see it and that was just a i'm sure people in theater the theaters were like i i was like that on my couch uh it i know i'll keep saying it i'm so impressed with how they were able to keep the tension of of this all happening throughout the entire thing uh like there there were no moments even when you think like hey there's some sort of resolution or or we're figuring this out as an audience 
it still is like, ah, nope, fooled you. Something crazier is going to happen now. Oh, there was tons of stuff that was just crazier and crazier and crazier. That um, I there's multiple points in here where you're just like, what would you do? And one of those things that I want to address, and this is a smaller what would you do moment, the blanket yeah. where it's pinned on the floor was, just a little bit. I, I love that part. No, if I saw that, I, what would I'd be you like, do in, the shit mm-hmm. is this. Drop the blanket and then like, I, I don't know, start swinging something. Actually, I don't know what I would do. I'd probably do the same thing because I'm just like, the hell is happening? Is there, is this blanket magnetic? Is there a magnet under my floor? What's going on? Well, I'm surprised like she didn't go to look like, is it trapped on a nail or something or just right. run? Like grab the yeah. kid and run. Because for me, uh, there would have been, um, check to see what it's caught on. And the minute that extra step happens where it starts to get more Uh and more pinned, I either would have grabbed the kid and run or charged face first right into whatever it is to start swinging. Like you said, Uh, I don't know if I would have charged. I would have like grabbed a lamp and just been like, nah, or just screaming while urinating myself and just like hoping I'll die quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Because I like, I don't know. We talked about it before. Like I don't, I don't do well with like creepy, kind of metaphysical weird spirit stuff like Mm -hmm. that's probably why this movie works so well on me is because i i don't like things that i can't see you know it's that fear of the unknown and it it really gets to me and this one really got to me you know down like with 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 the whole conceit of the movie but like especially when she climbed up in the into the attic because i'm like oh man nothing good ever comes out of an attic don't ever go up in an attic yeah no like I prefer a basement over an attic. And after we Come watched on, after Zo- after Zodiac future though, movies, where that guy, where Jake Gyllenhaal was led into that basement by that creepy guy. Well, I prefer a ba- so basements uh, and attics are pretty much killer and supernatural yeah. playgrounds. But at least the basement, you can stand up and you're not like on your That's hands true. and knees. That's true. Yeah, she had to crawl around in there. That. Something about that is mm-hmm. just, it feels like you have no control over anything. And, and, yeah. Well, he had control over pretty much everything that he was so patient with the way he was torturing yeah. her, like systematically doing little things to just discredit her with the people who tr- like trusted mm-hmm. her the most started doubting her. Like at first he starts like making her seem like she's a little bit off. Uh-huh. Then he sends that email to dis like distance her sister yeah. from her. Yeah, that was, Oh, that was right. And then hitting the kid to get the one person he, she had left to think she's crazy. Uh, yeah. Cause he, we knew the guy knew he, she wouldn't hit the kid, but he probably thought, Oh, she's losing her mind. That's what happened. Like, not that, Oh, you're just bad. It's just like, right. You're yeah. Losing yeah. It. Yeah. I think that's, that's a, a fair assessment of that. I wasn't expected. Like there were a few times where I was not expecting anything violent to happen. Like I first one with a kid, <laughs> I, it came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. Just like everybody in that room wasn't expecting it. Um, but it, it, it was so surprising. I, I don't blame the father for feeling that way. What was the father's name? Uh, 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 James. Yeah. James and his daughter, Sydney. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I understand where he was coming from. Maybe it was a little bit of an overreaction because he, he went from like, zero to get the hell out of my house really 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 fast without any sort of like why did you do that what is wrong with you sort of thing well she already seemed all like off her rocker based on what was happening yeah yeah and if it's your kid and somebody like her nose was bleeding like it wasn't a 
push. It was straight up like punch. Sure. Right in I mean, the face. I, I, I'm not saying that he should have been like, I forgive you. This is just a misunderstanding. Suck it up, daughter. Uh, it, it just seemed like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm not, I don't have children. It seemed like he, he redlined just so fast and did not want to listen to anybody but his own, like, I, I don't know, anger. But I don't know. yeah, I, I don't blame him on that. I feel like if he stayed, mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, the next time they have a conversation, it's not yeah, any better. Yeah. And it's not his fault. Like, I'm sure if the rest of Adrian's plan hadn't accelerated mm-hmm. that fast, he would have had a chance to talk to her and calm down. But no, you lay a hand on somebody's kid, they're going to throw you out immediately. Yeah. Yeah, or at least they yeah. should. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, that was the way it was going to go regardless of what conversation happened. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, James doesn't know that Adrian or, or his brother, there's that there's an, an invisible, invisible man sneaking around. So, yeah, what that's that's the logical mm-hmm. uh, next step. Um, and then it just gets so much worse for her. Uh, God, that restaurant scene. Holy God. Well, the, restu- the restaurant scene is bad. I, I do want to say before yeah, yeah, we yeah. cover that. She's just a fighter because this movie, like the production company, I forget the name. When I saw it, I was like, here we go. Here's. Yeah. 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 That they do fantastic horror films. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh man, no wonder this got Uh such a good rating. But compared to most anybody who's being attacked by something they can't see, male, female, whatever. She wasn't like screaming like, oh, I, I need to get out of here. She was right. a she freaking wasn't helpless. fighter. Yeah. I, I think, you know, at mm. the beginning you see her like commit to this, this, like this, this needs to change. I need to be stronger than this person. I need to like do this for myself. So yeah, you see her like just, I, I don't know, gather that strength and, and just become uh, more, more confident than she's ever been, even though she is still this like terrified frightened woman she you you see her as the film goes on just like being like i I can't let this person keep ruining uh, my life and terrorizing me it it was really cool to see her to to try to fight something you can't see like that she was just like committed she wasn't trying like just to escape she was just like (laughs) i want to beat you up like the minute she got him off of her she was trying to go after right? him. <laughs> yeah. just like, you just got thrown into the wall. You just got dragged around. You finally knock him free by mm-hmm. breaking plates and you're still trying to take him down again. Yeah. I was just like, kudos to you. But, oh man, as you said, the restaurant scene. Uh, and like that was, that was after uh, that email happened. So that relationship was already just really not great. And you could see Cecilia just like at her like wits end there she's like nobody's believing mm-hmm. me and this this invisible force is terrorizing me and i'm certain it's adrian will you please listen to me i'm sorry please listen and you could see her sister and the starting, sister seemed like she was mm-hmm. right and that's i i would i think that's exactly why adrian or oh, what tom i guess technically i think no i think adrian was everything up until the end where he knew that there was too much exposure. So he had to frame somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's another. So that's up, up until the, yeah. after the parking uh-huh. lot scene, that's when I feel like he was like, okay, it too much. Too many people have seen it. There's no denying it. I need to find I a cover story. Now guy, my brother. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the restaurant scene, like as you were saying, she could, her sister was starting to believe her. You could see in her eyes, mm-hmm. she was listening and then when you see the knife floating, you're thinking like, what the hell? And I didn't expect what happened to happen. I thought it was just going to be like the, I'm 
like just like a stab on the arm yeah, or something or, or her sister not, to be like what oof. the hell is that and start freaking out like she was the one that freaks out or something but like had mm-hmm. no time to do any of that because just slice and her throat was was slid open and then boom the knife was slammed into cecilia's hand oh my god oh yeah he literally s- sliced the sister's throat with like his right hand pulled cecilia's hand with his left i'm i'm basing this on what would be most convenient in that yeah. position standing like lifted her hand up with it open shoved the knife uh-huh. in and closed it and then of course she's so in awe of watching her sister bleed out that she's not even responding right. to what's in her yeah. hand yeah yeah until she looks at it and she's like oh and then it starts clicking in and she oh god what a helpless mm horrible feeling that is to see like your sister just bleed out in moments in front of you and then to be tackled you know to fall on the ground to be tackled and Mm -hmm. i like end up incarcerated in this very highly fortified uh mental institution for i guess uh uh dangerous criminal criminally insane people yeah criminally insane that people who make restaurants go down one star (laughs) but anyway at least one Um, star yeah (laughs) <laughs> the, the that mental institution like i know there are some insane people that get arrested like for vicious crimes but how many guards have guns like not even at prisons do they have that many guns on guards like walking through the inside like right. on the outside patrolling sure but on the inside it's batons like you never want to have something that the inmates or prisoners or patients can grab but so There's that was so many guns, guns for the I, inside you know it's one of those supermax mental institutions uh I don't, know. I don't know. As as Donald Glover says, this is America. Uh, but it's what am I gonna say? I don't know. It, it it did seem like a lot. Kind of understandable because it does mm-hmm. seem like a place for people who uh, are unstable and are are capable of harming other people. So if something happens, you got to put it down quickly, I guess. But or or yeah. it was just for the the breakout scene and and you know the per. The movie. I, I, it could have been for the breakout scene, which was intense, which to get to the breakout scene, she is just right. clever because she stole that pen from the brother too. after getting like, yeah, after noticing how outnumbered she is, she's like, nope, still going for it. So I want to know your opinion. When she was cutting her wrist, do you think she was just like, I'm going to kill myself and stop? Um, this is how I win. Or do you think... Hey, I'm gonna do this just to bait him out so no, I can I think attack it's the bait him. Thing. Because uh, at, at that point, you know, you found out from Tom because Tom came and visited her to tell her, like, mm-hmm. uh, all the money that five million dollars you got was contingent on you not harming yourself or other people. So because you harmed other some other person, because you killed your sister, basically, um, you are losing all mm-hmm. of your money. And also, you're pregnant. Um, so I, I would bet Adrian knew that. He knew all that information. He knew she was pregnant. So, I don't know, probably because him and Tom were, you know, uh, in cahoots. So I think... I, I honestly think Tom was, what she said, a jellyfish version of yeah yeah i'm i'm sure that i think he was being controlled but definitely he, he still, was still spineless he was he was being told what to do mm-hmm. he he was i don't know as terrible and and crazy as adrian he just wasn't the the leader he wasn't the idea man he was just he wasn't yeah the alpha. yeah exactly so i think she was absolutely baiting him because she knew he was there he was watching her and she knew that now that she's pregnant, she has some leverage against him. So if she was going to hurt herself, then the baby would die, probably. And Adrian doesn't want that. You know, 
Adrian wants his legacy. He wants his child, whatever it is that disgusting, abusive men want. So I don't think she went deep into her arm. Maybe it was just if she did like cut herself, it was just a very superficial cut just to get him to react. Yeah. And I, I love that because like the minute he grabs She's her like, arm got you. and she turns <laughs> like I, literally my brain was like showdown uh, time. Damn. She went, man, pow, she pow, went pow, on pow, a pow, stab pow. spree. Like through that suit <laughs> no hesitation yeah, with that pen, through that suit which looks like a a beefy suit with a bunch of cameras and, and like mm-hmm. screwed that suit up enough that it you know started flickering it was all weird well did you notice like when she was stabbing away the shower it was still spraying water and it was kind of hitting him oh, yeah. too and you could just see the red particles from the blood from her yeah. pulling the pen out like she was covering oh, that room yeah, with his absolutely. blood and it was she went oh, after man. like at that point she's like i you could tell she's like nope i'm done i'm done letting you screw with me uh you killed my sister and everybody thinks i'm crazy i got nothing left to lose now really except for this kid and i'm not gonna let you have it so uh, game on fucker <laughs> like we're at it now <laughs> oh yeah no she went like after him she was just fighting everything i felt bad for the security guards which it kind of threw me off he yeah. killed some beat up a lot but considering like how easily he was willing to kill like the sister and even other people i'm surprised he didn't keep on like just killing anybody who had his way that just i guess sometimes he felt more power with just the fear of i could kill you and then knock him out yeah yeah or uh, yeah i'm not i think you're right i'm not really sure maybe he was just like ah kill some people ruin other people this is all just a game to me i'm having fun Oh, he definitely was having fun because, oh man, that scene. Oh, oh and the camera movement on the, that amazing? fight sequence. I mean, the, the camera work throughout this entire film was fantastic, phenomenal. But during that fight scene was just uh, like at another level. Like who who did the cinematography? I need to. Uh, oh, I'm going to mess up this name. Stefan Ducio. Uh, he his work on this film was great. It had such a good, uh, polished look to it, but the camera work, especially in that fight scene was just, it, it kind of, uh, in a way almost reminded me of that, that like police or the church brawl and Kingsman where it was just camera was so fluid and moving and following the action. Oh, you know what? That's a way better example than I was thinking that, that we're going with that. Yeah. Cause that's beautiful. That it was, was a great. It scene. was so good. And the camera was right there was following every brutal hit and you know every once mm-hmm. in a while uh, the suit would kind of phase out and you can flicker and it would flicker and you could see what was happening and the guards would be like what what the hell is this and they would disappear again and, oh god and there's that one that one like young security guard who got his his gun out and his arm was grabbed and it was like pointed down to his knee and he shot made to shoot his knee i loved how the camera just like Ooh. followed the gun every movement with that one it, it wasn't just like a wide where it was capturing everything the camera i think at that point the camera was acting as the invisible man as adrian yeah that the camera became yeah, a exactly, character exactly which works so well because i mean the camera is sort of this invisible well, just, force itself so it makes sense it would be the invisible man in this one. Oh, there was just so much and even like when she <laughs> she's fighting him in the ring which that was yeah. pretty awesome the him trying to take off in a car and then she steals somebody else's <laughs> car i love how she's like so and so's fine right? and just hangs yeah, that's up the guy was talking to his wife <laughs> <laughs> i want i want to know what that mm-hmm. conversation was like after that guy got home who was that woman 
<laughs> it's like, sweetie, I just, uh, I got my car stolen. It was so rainy. Can't I just give me a second? Well, I was impressed with how well the Sydney fought back with what she didn't even know was attacking her. Oh yeah. 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 She, but that poor kid. Oh, so God. Yeah. She, she got that pepper spray out, which they, they, uh, sort of hinted at earlier. Um, it just like sprayed yeah. it right at him. And well, she, she earned her college tuition. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but then it got, then it got so brutal because James came in and, oh God, he got so beat up. I was worried that I was worried that he like died he, from that, that interaction. Well, he got like a look at, either chunks knocked out like that he was puking or yeah, teeth or both yeah because he was it beaten was, to a pulp. it was rough that guy did not have a good time there which must have been Mm-mm. just oh god the entire the, every fight scene here is just horrifying because you're like why am i being destroyed by the air what is happening and it doesn't even give you a well, second you probably didn't have a second to think like oh god cecilia is right because he's like i'm mm-hmm. being destroyed that was that good. Well, I also love how they threw it back to how Sydney had put out the fire with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, so yeah. that's how Celia right. knew where it was. So she's like, "This time, I'm going to use this uh-huh. to paint." Him. She's, she said, "You know, Sydney, get down." And, and she just like, un- goes all over him, and she unloaded that clip on <laughs> right? him. Oh man, that was. I, I didn't count how many bullets, but it was it, it was probably all of them. No, she, um, depending on whatever size magazine that was she took five shots so unless that was an extended magazine she emptied that clip on that particular night yeah yeah, it must have because uh, she was standing over him after he fell i was like why isn't she if it was me i would have just like kept shooting just like you bastard but she she must have been out of bullets yeah i would have went for the head but then she pulls off the dudes that or she wanted to that or she wanted to yeah. see his face and tell him like she pulls off the mask something. and it's like oh guys sure to be adrian he's been terrorizing me and it ends up being tom and i was like oh damn it was the brother because at that point i i was pretty convinced that adrian was his suicide was real um and it, it was it was just tom but then you find out he adrian is like him being called crazy is 100 percent accurate this dude is nuts well tom had originally said that he hated his brother because he controlled trolled him since yeah. they were little so that indicated to me when i saw his face i'm like oh we still have right. more to come yeah oh yeah yeah i mean clearly i i, I resisted pausing <laughs> it to see how much time was left because like if it was five minutes right yeah it's a credit sequence but i resisted i was just like i knew there was more I'm I'm like, there was on, if it had ended with just with tom dying i don't think it would have been the ending wouldn't have been as satisfying well, it would have been just like, why? Because we think we're dealing with this person. It's this. And it's like, really? After all yeah, that, we just is, get what that. What was Tom doing it But for the it, ending yeah. was so much more satisfying than oh, what uh, we would yeah. expect. Oh, uh, she plays him so, <laughs> so well in that one. I like mm-hmm. down to. She played yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah. Even, even, James, <laughs> even the cop. But like down to knowing exactly where the cameras were pointed so that she could mm-hmm. uh, hide behind walls and, and, and wouldn't give herself away. Well, yeah, but I, lo- I love it. Like she goes to have dinner with him, tries to get him to the confess. And even if he had, she probably would have did. Oh, what she sure. Would have followed through, did what she did anyway. Yeah, she, I'm sure she'd been planning it for maybe a little while or uh, because she hid away mm-hmm. the, the second, uh, invisible suit in, in her like Heidi. Vent. Yeah. But I just love it. Like he's staring at the table, waiting for her yeah. to come back. So like when he's staring at the other side of the table and waiting for her to come uh, back to have a meal, you can tell he's impatient. Like, why is she keeping me waiting? So when he shoved his hand down on the table, 
I thought he was like getting mad, like get back here, like yeah. you're taking too long. And it wasn't until like his hand flew up and just went right across right. his own throat yeah. that I was just like, because <gasps> <gasps> like it, it surprised uh, yeah, me. I wasn't expecting it because I thought it was a temper right. tantrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that either. And oh god, talk about poetic justice that he he goes the way he uh, killed his killed her sister. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was just fantastic. And so like the minute it happened, you know exactly who did it and how yeah. she did it. I don't even know what this phrase means, but I, I literally yelled, fuck a duck. (laughs) I don't even know why. It was just like, it shocked me so much that she turned the tables Uh that well. I just had the most absurd, random, probably not even a real statement. Probably not, but it's, I mean, what else do you, what what else can you say in that moment? (laughs) And then she, Mm -hmm. then she calls the cops and is, you know, weepy on the phone, hangs up and it's just like. And well, on the cameras. Well, I, I think during during the uh, the the fake call, she was on camera. But then she like stepped out of the oh, camera, yeah, she, uh, the the bath of the camera, and just like her her tears went away, and she was like, "Screw you, Adrian." Oh, she does even better than that because when he first starts tormenting her with the phone in the attic, <laughs> yeah. he sex from an unknown number uh, surprise, as in like I'm still here. Then when she tries to get him to confess, he doesn't do anything. He's like, I know you better than anybody else. Like, I know what surprises you and like says it the same way he did when he was in the suit, which is him admitting it, but not admitting it. And so I love the fact that she throws his line back at him and just looks at him, as you said, with a straight face. And she's just like, surprise, (laughs) surprise, which is literally just, fuck you, fucker. That's what, if there is ever another moment to like stand up and cheer for for her, they're like, that's it. It, it, There is no other moment. That Mm -hmm. was fantastic. Well, I love how when she walks out of the house and her friend James, Uh, the cop, sees the suit in the bag, he knows exactly what happened. Even he is like. (laughs) And she's like, it looks like he killed himself. And she has this straight face of, you're not saying otherwise, this is what happened. And you know most cops would be like uh uh and you can see in his eyes this fucker did go after my daughter mm-hmm. yeah he killed mm-hmm. himself <laughs> he, he beat the hell out of me yeah no he he deserved this mm-hmm. cecilia was right all along so you know fuck fuck that dog. i i don't think i've ever <laughs> seen her <laughs> thank you i don't think i throughout the movie saw her as confident and like solid right? as that moment like she was confident that think this was happening to her she was confident enough to mm-hmm. fight but this was just like composed yeah. that's yeah, what i yeah. was the word i'm looking for she was just so composed in this moment that she has had everything nobody under control no, nobody was there to terrorize her anymore she had her dog her and zeus walked off uh, out of the out of the uh, house that's a good name that's a good name for for like uh, uh a big dog like that well, if we ever get the little doggy a friend, I'm going to name it Zeus, even if it's a tiny dog, just because it'd be funny. <laughs> it would be even better if it was a tiny dog. <laughs> With a little lightning oh, collar. amazing. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and then she she uh, walks off, looks into the camera, and is just take that deep breath, and boom, film's over. And I, I like I alluded to earlier, I, I don't know, maybe you could pick apart some of the scenes here. I don't even care if there are plot holes because God damn, this movie was so, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was so much fun and so tense and really well produced. Like as a film production, it was really well made. Oh, so I, fortunately for me lately in the past few years, I've always been the minute there's hype about something I get like, it's probably not going to be as good as it looks. So I just get that mindset, which has been very beneficial. 
It's been beneficial. This one, the hype was not big enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, what what uh, what things have been hyped out like crazy? Well, it's been beneficial, uh, and then you didn't see, and you were better off for it. Like there was hype around Endgame, but we no, saw I that, and it was boom, it was brilliant. Well, no, I, I didn't say it was like beneficial that oh, okay. I didn't see it. That it was more of there's so much hype, so I immediately think, oh, everybody's hyping this up so much, it's not going to be as great as what's being said. Okay. So when I go in to watch something, uh, I see, I'm pleasantly surprised most of the time because my expectations drop so much. Because generally, whenever there's an extreme excitement around one thing and so many people yeah. are talking about it it's great and since we have more of a mm. film background it's kind of like if you take kids to the magic oh, yeah. castle they're having an amazing time but we're like the rabbit was in the <laughs> hat the whole the time yeah 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 so it's it's the expectations that other people put of their excitement don't match what i would normally be like this is what mm. gets my interest so i expect it to be just non-film person excitement rather than a film right. person excitement yeah, yeah. I, I i see where you're coming from and i do agree that it, it was underhyped but i i don't think that was a failing of the movie or even necessarily the marketing it was it, it was 2020 man it was covid because this one like i, oh, yeah. I think maybe it was in theaters for a little while or, or it, had it, been it was theater. for yeah. a, a minute but there. then the world went crazy and you know, it, and it ended up on uh, uh, VOD on streaming services to rent for 20 bucks. Um, it, it, it was just a, a poor, uh, not a great time for it to come out. If it had come out like a year ago, then it would have been amazing. Oof, it would yeah. have done so well. And I, I would have pre-ordered this after seeing oh, it yeah, in the theater. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, as you're walking out of there, like, boop, done. Got it. Well, you've seen me like when we've watched stuff in the theater, I'll <laughs> during pre-order the credits, during yeah. the credits. <laughs> And he'll blame you, but I, mm-hmm. I would have, I'm very happy. I bought this. So one. am I, I'm so like, I have no regrets uh, getting this one. I mean, it's a tough film to watch and everything that happens to Cecilia, especially, and you know, up till the point where she's like, Oh hell no, I'm taking my life back. It's tough to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch somebody being terrorized and abused, but you know, she does. Adrian gets his comeuppance. She gets her redemption. And this movie is just tense and thrilling to watch. It's done really well. That Nicole doesn't like suspense or horror, which this one I wouldn't thriller, call it horror really? so much. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah, it definitely uh, has suspense, but it's so good. I'm just be like, just just watch 20 minutes. If you can get past that, the rest is going to be so yeah, satisfying. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. Tell her to close her so, eyes on the throat slitting bits. Eh, I'll, I'll, I'll just go like I'll just take any drinks out of her hand. <laughs> Make sure she doesn't have it in your mouth. You don't want to spit take across the room or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be good to get a, a genuine reaction. Um, but no, this but, one was phenomenal. I I really really liked it, and I you know the it was well worth the wait for us. I think because like like I'd said at the beginning, we we put it on the list months ago, and we'd been looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I think it just made it all the better because the anticipation was for me, at least the anticipation had been building over the last few weeks as I saw uh, us getting closer and closer to it. And then, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, for, for me too, that I was excited to see it. There's a lot of stuff that for the end of 2020, other than the fact of we want 2020 to end with an, with an actual 2021 happening, not 2020 (laughs) ends and nothing else Uh happens for you. Conspiracy theorists out there that we're getting to a lot of stuff that I'm super excited for. I was excited for this that I think that we both always say whether it's rent, buy, whatever. So this one for me, 
100% is a buy, buy. like buy watch the trailer if you don't think it's something you're gonna watch a second time right. rent it at least rent it but it it should be a buy for most people that to the point where I think it deserves this thunderous applause it, it totally deserves it I like what you said yeah if if the if you feel like this is your sort of a movie if you don't get uh spooked by really tense films then buy it and like boom end of conversation with that yeah end of conversation with that that you recommended this movie so i have to thank you for picking this movie for us to watch and as always we want to thank our listeners we hope you enjoyed hearing this episode as much as we really loved watching this movie and talking about it make sure to leave us a rating and a review on itunes or wherever a person can leave a review it truly does help us out and will help us to get you more insight on these movies and more future guests which is happening thank you and i am Stephen reyes with my co-host sean anderson and we are more movies please surprise